Hello, friends. Welcome to another podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jason Wiggins, and welcome to another podcast. I hope everybody is having a terrific Wednesday, hump day, middle of the week, as we get ready for the weekend. I hope that uh, you have weekend plans. If not, and you just want to relax, then those are great plans as well. Sometimes the best plans are the plans you don't make. So there you have it. Well, this has been one whole year since the who, the who or the WHO determined that the world was in a pandemic. So I would like to first have you give yourself a round of applause. You have made it through one of the most difficult times in the history of human civilization as far as we know it because the life that we've seen and how it's changed the impact it's had has been unbelievable and and, in many cases not in a good way so give yourself an applause Uh, think of all the struggles that you've had all the changes that you've had and how you've been able to overcome And I'm sure you've known people that have succumbed to the COVID disease and were not able to make it through. And and again, our hearts go out to all the family and friends and yourselves that have experienced, you know, the, the loss of loved ones, friends, because of this pandemic. As I sit here sipping coffee, I'm very grateful for for this year is even with the struggles that I've had personally, it has been a challenging, but a promising year. Uh, today, we are going to talk about, you know, we're going to talk about obviously some of how COVID has affected us, but how we're going to come out of this at the end, how life is going to change a little bit and how we can embrace those changes. So one thing I like to start out by saying is, is I am sure if you think about how your life has changed, if you're now telecommuting, you're working from home, your children are still working from home when it comes to school. I know that a lot of states have reduced restrictions when it comes to masks or in the ability for children to now attend school. I, I just heard a, a story. I'm not sure maybe how disturbing it might be because I don't think it's time to let our guard down fully yet. But my understanding is that the Texas Rangers baseball team in Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth area, I believe, they're going to allow 100% attendance for the opening baseball day game. And I I believe that might be a little too early, a little bit disturbing when you've got 40,000 of your closest friends and family not so not I'm sort of joking there, but 40,000 people packed into a sardine of a stadium. Yes, it's open air. I, I get that. But I just believe personal view is it's probably too soon as we still have a lot of variants out there that are affecting the Brazilian variants, the African variants. So there are still a lot of concerns. I also read the other day about they mentioned that 78% of the survey that was taken, I believe they 
145,000 that were hospitalized due to COVID were on ventilators. And those who were on ventilators, 78% of them, they found to have over 25% BMI or body mass index. And they were the ones that were most susceptible to, to ventilators and struggling. So you hear a lot about the elderly, but it's not even so much the elderly. It was people that were deemed overweight. And that was a big issue of why COVID, you know, there's a lot of deaths and whatnot. But again, that's not the same for everybody. But so as we move forward, I'd like to, I, I, I'm thankful in many ways for COVID. It's given me a chance to be thankful for what I do have, be thankful for my family and my friends and, and health. I think that's one thing that we take for granted growing up. Millennials and Gen Z, uh, you know, it's fairly young still. You're in your early, mid 20s, 30s, and just now reaching 40 years of age if you're a millennial. And you don't really think about health, but health becomes a very important factor as you get older and you realize you are, if you have good health, you're extremely blessed because there is nothing more important than health. Uh, there's no money, there's no tangible items. At the end of the day, if you have health and you have family and you have friends, you have everything. And that COVID has basically uh, impacted the immediate family. It's made families closer together. I know that when there was a lot of issues right at the beginning because a lot of families were struggling because all of a sudden you were forced to spend time together because there wasn't any outside activities to do. There weren't anything to take your time away. And you found yourself cooped up in the house, cooped up with your uh, immediate, immediate family. So it could be your just husband, wife, kids, whatever it may be, or a partner or, or whatever the case is. But a lot of families struggled. Why? Because there was no alone time. There was no time to get away. You couldn't run away. So a lot of relationships struggled while some got stronger and some, uh, some stayed the same. But that's how COVID really did have some impact on families because there were no outside activity. You couldn't do a lot of different things. So you found yourself just either in the home or driving around, but you were trying to stay away from parks. You're trying to stay away from everything indoor. So if you think about how far you have come in the last year, I think you'd be astonished. I remember in the first couple months of the pandemic, I would, we have a, uh, we have a, a mall right across the street from our, our place. And I would run up on the third level of where the carport is. And I would just enjoy, there was nobody around. I had open air and that was just my way of kind of getting away, staying away from people and having a good jog in a parking garage. Therefore, that was kind of how, you know, the views changed for me a little bit. And then at the same time, like many folks, I lost my job. I had to reinvent myself. And so I wrote a book, started a, started a consulting company. And after about three and a half months of being unemployed, I found another great job running a couple of different divisions. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm working a lot more. 
but I really do love it and I enjoy it. And I guess I'm somewhat of a workaholic because when I'm not working, I'm coming home, teaching online, and then hosting these podcasts. These podcasts for me are probably the most enjoyable aspect of my day because I get a chance to share, share my views, share my circumstances, bring some, you know, some things to light for Gen Z and millennials and those that lead them. Because again, our goal of these podcasts is to be able to reach Gen Z and millennials as leaders, as followers, and then also those that employ them. So it's one of those things where it's a win-win. I get a chance to, to share my expertise. And at the same time, it's just a great way for us to collaborate together and think of how we can improve the podcast. So as I continue to think about how COVID has affected uh, us during this time, I think about the schools. I think about how they had to start teaching online. The students had to start learning online. Parents had to stay home. They mentioned that the, the major, there was a quite significant high percentage of women that had to quit their jobs uh, so they could be able to stay home as their kids learned from school or learned uh, at home, learned school at home. And they were severely impacted. I think the women were, were impacted more so than the men were. And that's just from a few different sources I've read. And, and from there, obviously, telecommunication, telecommunicating became a, became a big part of COVID. You had all the sports teams shut down or, or have different schedules or, or, or things like that. And then you even go into all the activities, all the, all the different uh, shutdowns from restaurants. And then you had a lot of restaurants open, shut, depending if they could have outdoor dining, indoor dining. Uh, here in Southern California, in California in general, uh, there was a lot of, uh, basically a lot of, uh, you, this could be shut, this could be open. It was like a revolving door. Uh, and unfortunately, it caused a lot of confusion, a lot of lo job losses. Recently, I've seen a, a couple bowling alleys in our San Diego area shut down because they haven't been able to be open for a year. Think about a business that you own that you can't operate for a year. And so that was another thing we saw that really impacted. And, and, and what's that mean for, for, for people that like the bowl? Well, there's not going to be a lot of choices. And so that was just one thing. We saw a lot of uh, children parks close. And that's another thing we haven't even talked about. As Gen Z and millennials, I know the struggles that have impacted you during the COVID. Uh, the, the job loss in the service industry was the highest among Gen Z and millennials. And that is not only caused setbacks for you within your careers, uh, that has that's going to cost money in the long run because if you didn't have a chance to promote your career, promote what you wanted to do, that's going to cause issues when it comes to your overall earnings one day. And again, for millennials, millennials have been really impacted. They, they had the recession in 2007, now COVID. And unfortunately, it just seems like the millennial generation just continues to get pounded. But you know what? It's a resilient group. You guys have been through so 
so much. That means that you can go through anything. You can tackle anything. So that is, that's the, that's the flip side. That's the upside. And, and now as we move forward, how are we going to, how's this going to change the views as we move on? Well, first of all, you're going to see less people actually in a physical location working. You're not going to see a full office staff, I don't think, any longer. Because as telecommuting now, people realize you can do a lot at home. You can develop cultures. I mean, granted, you have the dreaded Zoom, which everybody's probably sick of. Nobody wants a Zoom anymore. But people have learned to adapt. That's the one great thing about, regardless of what country you're from, what geographic setting you are from, people, human beings are very adaptable. We may be stubborn at first. We may not like it. We may fight against it. But at some point, we go, okay, whatever we're doing, we have to learn how to adapt. And that's why we're so adaptable as human beings, which is a great thing. But now as we move forward, we have got to think about how this is going to affect our, our children. I think about this, for the last year, uh, you, you, your kids have been wearing masks. Uh, they've been isolated from their friends. Unfortunately, what we're going to see now is we're gonna see a lot of repercussions of what the pandemic has caused. Mental illness, I, I mean, we haven't even touched on that. When you look at what the what the uh, the virus, the COVID virus, has really caused, a mental illness has. I mean, it, just imagine if you had mental illness before COVID hit, this pandemic hit. I can only imagine the struggles that those individuals are going through. It is no joke, and and when somebody says they have an illness or they need help. We need to open our ears and listen. We need to be supportive. But if you have a three-year-old or four-year-old like I do, they've been in this pandemic. My son's been in the pandemic since he was almost three and a half years old. He's been wearing a mask. He's been, uh, you know, fortunately for him, he was going to daycare and they didn't have a mask policy for him. So he was able to have some normalcy throughout. But that's just another group that's going to be uh, impacted, maybe it impacted socialization skills, seeing how their parents wear a mask, uh, breathing through a mask. As adults, it's probably not the healthiest thing in the world to spend your whole day wearing a mask and, and, and having that air basically recirculate that you're breathing. I can only imagine that's not very healthy. Uh, how about all the people that didn't go through, didn't get medical, seek medical help, dental help, they're going to have to do a lot of catching up when it comes to dental exams and, and annual physicals. So these are just a few things that people take for granted, but they were basically put aside as the pandemic occurred. And now as we try to get back to normal, I don't know what if we'll ever truly get back to normal. Now, the positive side of me, obviously, as Gen Z and millennials, and, and as one thing I always try to, I try to be upbeat. I try to talk about being motivated and how we can be better as a group. And we will, we will come out stronger because of this pandemic. 
because now we've realized we have to fight for everything we want within our careers, within how we reinvent ourselves. And, but if you look at what you've done during this pandemic, if you really think for a second, you look back how you've reinvented yourself, how you've changed the way you do things, I bet you're going to find if you've been motivated during this, even if you lost your job or whatever the case is, I bet you've done some great things that have basically, you started something new that you wouldn't have done before. Uh, you may have had additional time because of a layoff or a job loss. Uh, I was very fortunate to also write a book during the pandemic. And so those are, it's published. So those are things that I look at this pandemic. If you were motivated and you didn't go down in the dumps and you pulled yourself out, you probably did some great things. And that's going to set you up for future success and realize that you can overcome anything. If anything this pandemic has done, it's reassured the ones that were already motivated that they can overcome anything. And so that's what I see moving forward is the pandemic's gonna change us as individuals because we're probably gonna fight more for what we want. We're gonna be more motivated. We're going to do some of the things we didn't do before. We're gonna take care of our health because most people that survived the pandemic were healthy. We haven't been able to go to the gym on a regular basis because all the gyms have been closed or they only had let a certain percentage go in. So people have started home gyms. I, I started this variable band. It's called X3. It's basically these bands you use with a, with a bar. I don't know how it's going to help. I don't know if it's going to really work, but I had to find a replacement for the gym because as I've talked before, one of the most important things you can do is exercise. I'll, I'll admit I can't stand running. I don't like running. I do run once in a while just because it's a great exercise. It's great for the heart. You got to keep that ticker running strong. And as we go forward, health is going to become a factor about how we're going to live our lives and how we're going to create uh, a, a new path for ourselves. We're not going to take things for granted. As, as, as COVID moves past, we're going to remember what it was like. It's in the rearview mirror at some point, but we're not going to take what we have for granted. We used to go out to dinner and think nothing of it, go to ball games, uh, do a lot of things with our kids that, you know, you took for granted. Uh, you know, and now it's time to go, you know what? These are things that are very important in our lives. And, you know, if you have a chance to go back and work within an office setting again, being able to talk with your peers and having those one-on-ones or group meetings. I remember when this pandemic started a year ago when I was working for my previous employer. And honestly, like anybody else, I thought this pandemic was going to last a month or two. I didn't think it was going to last long-term, but I remember we were just about to cancel a meeting uh, at my last employer, but I guess the uh, the head of HR canceled the meeting we were having in that morning. But the HR lady came in and said, well, you know what? Let's pretend we didn't have this meeting, but we had a meeting because we thought, we thought things were going to be normal soon. Well, again, a year later, we're not there yet. It might be another six months uh, once this pandemic is in the rearview mirror. But again, if everything's opening up, who knows? Uh, hopefully we continue to be smart 
and not get impatient and push things along. So those are just a few ways that our society will change a little bit post-pandemic. Health is going to be a big concern. How we move forward at work, how we move forward in the school system, how our kids uh, get past the fact of the social issues they may have had wearing those masks and how that's going to affect them. Mental illness, uh, that's going to be a big concern still. And how we move along in our careers, how we push, how we make things happen, how we open those doors, how we keep on being persistent. That's why Gen Z and millennials are such a fantastic group. They don't take no for an answer. They realize if they want something, they have to go and get it. They have to earn it. Remember, though, you have to earn it. Nobody is going to give you something without you earning it. And regardless of the, of the stigma that's put on Gen Z and millennials, uh, you have to work hard. It has to be longer than just a small period of time. Nobody owes you anything. If anything, that's one thing we learned from the pandemic. Nobody owes anybody anything. The only way we get there is by diligence, hard work, and a little luck. And when you put those things together, action speaks louder than words. So I want to thank everybody today for an excellent podcast. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. And I appreciate your listenership as always. And remember, the best way to get in touch with me is via my email, jwiggins, excuse me, jwiggins at, excuse me, jason at jwigginsconsulting.com or via our website, Gen Z and millennialexpert.com. So again, please share with your friends, family, coworkers. I really enjoy helping others and trying to make a difference wherever I can. So if it's in the morning, afternoon, or night, be safe, take care, and I cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.